Welcome to the Rule for Combat Actual Play Podcast, where our intrepid adventurers are playing through the Pathfinder adventure, The Fall of Plaguestone. Join us every week as our daring adventurers face treacherous monsters and deadly obstacles on their quest to save a town from utter destruction. Lead on, listener. Your quest awaits. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat, The Fall of Plaguestone. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the crew decide to investigate the orc's sleeping quarters, and poor Cade once again has to wade through a river of filth. So a few quick notes. This is one of my favorite episodes, because you're going to see the power of Pathfinder 2nd Edition. One of the things I like about this edition is that a lot of innate powers in characters help support other characters. So if you really want to play as a group and help out each other, you don't have to actually take too many special abilities or powers. You automatically get them as your characters level up. And if you work together as a team, you can really do a great job at avoiding combat and healing and so forth. And you're going to see that in action. It's amazing. It's actually something I couldn't believe that happened this week. I can't really talk about it too much without spoiling it, but you're going to find out pretty soon. Something else I want to say is that there was a couple things that were done wrong in this adventure. First of all, yes, we know. We know that Brixley, his lay on hands, does 12 points of healing and not 18. Unfortunately, we figured this out, like, almost towards the very end, so you're going to hear that at least from the next couple of weeks where we're doing it wrong. Something else that happens in this episode. Now, I have this rule that when I play with my PCs, I tell them that they need to know their characters. I don't have time to know every single character and exactly how they work, and I presume that everyone knows how to play their characters correctly. And something that happens in this episode is that Lauren tells Jason that he has something that he actually doesn't have. They think he has Retributive Strike, which is not what he has. In fact, we get this wrong for several weeks because... I didn't know. I assumed Jason knew his own character, but he actually has Liberating Step. Now again, this isn't the end of the world, but it does bring a point that, especially with these new additions, people just assumed, because Jason is playing a champion, that he had this ability. But he didn't. He had Liberating Step, which is a slightly different version of that ability. You're going to hear about this in the show later. But this just goes to show that you really need to know your own character and you shouldn't let other PCs tell you what your character does and how to play it. I actually haven't seen that happen in a long time. I'm just going to mark that up that this is a brand new version and it's still new to everybody. And it wasn't the end of the world, but it did annoy me that, um, that we were playing it slightly wrong. Anyhow, it doesn't really affect things too much, maybe a little bit, but it's still a fun episode. Something else I want to mention is don't forget the new podcast is coming out very, very soon. It's going to come out right before this one wraps up, and that's the new Extinction Curse Adventure Path, a.k.a. the Circus Adventure Path, and we're going to be calling it Roll for Combat Three Ring Adventure. We recorded the first episode last night, and it was fantastic. Fantastic. And in fact, if you want to hear the episodes... You can listen to the episodes live, that's right, while we're recording the episodes. If you join our Patreon, 
we will give you a link where you can join us and listen to us recording episodes live, which is actually extremely different than the podcast because the podcasts are heavily edited. So if you listen to us live, you're going to, well, hear everything. You're going to hear us talk about movies and games and our thoughts about, like, just general things. And you're going to hear all the flubbing and the mistakes we made and our rules discussions and you name it. And we record usually once a week. We usually start around 8 p.m. Eastern and go to approximately 11 p.m. Eastern. So we go about three hours, and the days are random. We always choose a different day, but once a week is pretty consistent. So if you want to listen to it, we're going to be recording the next episode next Monday. And if you join our Patreon at the $10 level, you can get invited to all the live recording sessions. You can hear every one of them. So that is a brand new thing that we just started. We're also going to have at the $5 level where you're going to get to shows a week early. So just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com and that is one of the new things we're going to be doing where you can listen to the shows live or if you just want to listen to them early, you can do that as well. In fact, we had to stop recording because Lauren had to get up at 4 a.m. because she had to go on a business trip and... We didn't want to stop because we were having so much fun and it was just so exciting and everyone was having such a great time, but we just had to stop because, well, Lauren needed to get at least like two or three hours of sleep. But even if you missed the first episode, don't worry, I'll catch everyone up so you know what happened. We only recorded about an hour of usable content, even though it was a three-hour session. It was about one and a half hours of us just going through technology and setup and things like that, and then in like another hour or so of us just discussing things, and then we actually played. So you'll be able to pick up right where we're in the beginning of the session. You'll have a great time, and check that out. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's episode. Last we left off, you managed to assault the castle, or in this case, the base. You managed to, I don't know how, but you survived. You had multiple waves of orcs, multiple rounds of arrows being fired at you. Somehow Brixley was immune, thanks to Lock and Sanctuary. Judicious use of Sanctuary. Rob Tramarco is playing Kate Thistlerot, the halfling rogue thief. You managed to kill everyone. You managed to kill Lord Nar, And you managed to kill all the orcs. You killed Rork, Cork, Mork, Dork, Zork, Vork, Jork, Ork, and Tiffany. That's, that was impressive. <laughs> I, I'm just glad that... I'm just glad that Sanctuary worked as well as it did, or we would be dead. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Celeste Carvazalon, the human angelic sorcerer. Well, well, I would. <laughs> Jason McDonald is playing Brixley Silverthorne, the gnome champion liberator. Brixley, at least. Lauren Sieg is playing Prue Frosthammer, the half-orc spirit barbarian. <laughs> okay, Brixley would be dead. He would just be very well aerated. That's all. And you even have Firecat. Emba, the Firecat, is in there. It actually, well, I guess it was kind of bad. A lot of people are scared of that that fire cat. Scary. Like someone sees a cat on fire, you think, I don't want to go near that thing. I don't know how deadly that thing is, but it looks scary. So, so last we left off, you were in this hut and you were looking through some of the stuff. And what did you find? You found some gold. You found a sapphire. 
You found three scrolls, scroll of healing, scrolls. scroll of soundburst, and soul of restoration, and all three went to Cade. What? What? No. All three went to Celeste. Oh, I, I made a mistake. I thought Cade could cast those spells. Oh, well. No, you can't do any of that. A common mistake. So can can anyone cast spells in Pathfinder 2nd? Is it like, it's, there's no use magic device or anything. Or you just we limit it to it wands now. You have to have those spells on your spell list. Okay, so you have to you have to have a wand if you want to cast a spell that's not like if you're not a spellcaster. Uh, well, there is a there is a general feat called Trick Magic Item, which allows you to activate a magic item you can't normally activate. Right, I actually do remember that. Just curious, I was more of an outside the box now because we haven't really fooled around with magic that much other than a few potions here and there no wands no scrolls this is new for us so voila and you found that great club that amazing great club i believe you found out the plus one great club is anyone the greatest carry club the greatest club of all or is that just going into a pouch of some sort what's going on with that thing i mean if anyone's going to use it, it's prue yeah and i'm pretty content with what i've got Unless this one's My better. My flail has sentimental value. No, it's 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 equally as good. They're both D10 plus one. Mm. But my dad gave me this flail. I have to use it. Wait, where's the plus one come from? They're both great, or they're both D10 weapons, and they're both magically plus one. Oh, I thought you meant plus one damage. I was confused. Like the plus one doesn't add to damage; it's just to hit. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's okay. not a club of striking, is it? No, it, it's not. If it was that good, I'd be using it for sure. But if it was that good, we also would have been getting hit with it, and that would have been bad. He tried real hard. He was trying to hit you, but some he kept rolling really poorly. Brixley is nimble. Nimble like a fox. All right, well, do you want me to put it on your character sheet? Do you think you will ever use this thing? Just put it in 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 the list of stuff that we sell. As we track all the loot coming to the end of this adventure. Well, what made it so deadly was him raging. It does have that thing, backswing, which is pretty amazing. You notice it's exactly the same damage as your war flail, by the way. Yeah. And if you crit someone, you knock them away. So, 10 feet. That's a lot Don't of Don't you have to have access to the critical specialization of that weapon group? True. I guess you don't get that. But maybe he did. Oh, <laughs> but he does have backswing. So if you miss, you get a plus one in your second attack, which is nice. Yeah, that's actually really nice. Because of black backswing, it's technically better, but I don't like it. It's not my flail. Yeah, not a whole lot better. Yeah. But, you know, I do like the, the war flail. I do like it. What the flail gets is it lets me trip and disarm. But trip and disarm is not technically as good as just attacking. What the flail? Tripping is nice because they're flat-footed, which Cade can take advantage of, so it just really mm-hmm. depends. Yeah, but if I hit him, I do like D10 plus 7 damage. Well, how much damage do you do when you miss? Well, if I roll bad on either an attack or a trip, it's going to have the same effect. Or even worse, because a crit fail with a trip leaves me prone. Yike. Okay, so a few other things you found. You found two hatchets. Anyone doing anything with those suckers? Not I. I guess I'll take one. Ooh. Brixley stands up. And a bronze key. 
Well, we're definitely taking the key. It's got to be to something good, I'm hoping. Who wants that, or should I just put another party? Who wants to hold it? Yeah, that's, that's a fair party item. Okay. All right, it goes on the cat. You just put it around the cat's... Put it around the cat's neck. It's like in medieval times when people would walk around with, like, Rottweilers and Mastiffs, and they would put their coin purses around their necks so no one would attack them or mug them. Okay, you're in this little abode, and you've been resting. Prue's been guarding the door. So far, no one's coming out to attack you or greet you. Behind you is a smelly room of some sort covered with a tarp. What do you do? I mean, it seems like we should press on, shouldn't it? Should we take a quick look behind the tarp, just in case? Sure. I'll take a look. I'll go stand next to the door in case trouble is afoot. Now, it is pitch black in here. Something else. So I have keep that in mind. Low light vision? Pitch black. I have I have dark vision, so I can take a look. We also have a, a, a an un- unending torch, or, I mean, an eternal torch. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Oh, the one we stole. Ever-burning torch. Ever-burning. We didn't steal it. It's fine. No, we didn't well, steal it. It is during the day, so you still just have natural light, like, kind of coming in, because this is a straw hut with, like, measly doors. So it's just kind of, like, dark in this room. But this cave, this is, like, going into the mountain, this is pitch black. So you'll definitely need some light of some sort. Okay. I, I will hold my short sword in my right hand and the ever-burning torch on my left hand. You peek inside the cave. Immediately, you get punched in the face. By the smell of nasty. Oh no. This cave opening reveals a connected pair of cramped chambers that stink of sweat and campfire smoke. The floor is covered in debris and piles of filth. Almost a dozen sleeping mats are nestled in nooks and built into the walls throughout the space. It was a orc sleepover party and you're invited. This is a, the orc frat house. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll go in because that's my that's my job. Finding all the poop daggers. <laughs> hey, man. If I don't put the poop daggers out there, who's going to find them if not for you? Right. I, I mean, that, this, place, this place might just have sweatshirts. All that effort hiding all the poop daggers. I got to find them. I get an achievement mm-hmm. if I find them all in the campaign. Mm-hmm. So you step in, and immediately you soil your shoes, stepping in God knows what. Oh. You can look that there's nooks and crannies. There's definitely personal effects around here, bedrolls, and so forth. Very well lived in, and there's stuff. You have no idea what it's worth, but... They're I, all dead, I'm, so they ain't un- coming back for it, it. I'm uninterested in, like, tchotchkes, unless it's shiny and money, or, like, hey, these are these uh, things are weirdly clean. Then I will take a look at that. But I don't care about the pictures of their moms or their, their, their set of marbles or their, their Monopoly game that's missing half the pieces. Got it. You speak of things I know not. What is this Monopoly game you talk of? I will presume you're talking about Dragon and the Thief, or the Woman in the Castle, or some other medieval type it's game. It's the, the, the Gnome and the Coin. 
There you go. So do you put your hands in one of these flea-ridden rat's nests they call a bed? I use the end of my staff, my, my, my sling staff, to just to poke around everything and flip things up. I don't want to touch it. You find some silver and some copper. Great. I pocket all the money. You earned it. You also find is... a lot of damaged and shoddy items like ropes, backpacks, candles, whetstones. There's tons and tons of uh, common items here. Like, I'm shouting from in there, like, how disgusting this is. Guys, this is disgusting. I don't like these dirty caves. Who needs candles? Does anyone need candles? I'm taking that as a no. Brixley, you want some... Shh, no, oh my gosh, you're being so loud. We don't need candles. I'm loud because I'm mad. Sounds no, like you should just wrap it up in there. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna get us attacked. Just, just, just it's fine. I'm just gonna come back. go back to guarding the front door since there's been shouting. Well, that was just one item. You just, you just went through one item. Oh, I go through the other sleeping bags and poke around, lift them up, fling them across the room, shake them out like they're all dirty, dirty sacks. Um. Okay, you look around. And you just kicking them around without, like, going through a lot of trouble. You find 37 silver pieces and 52 copper pieces and a lot of damaged and common items. Great. I just keep the cash. Okay. Anything else you wish to do? I put my head, you know, out, out of the, the tarp. I found some. I found money. Well, then it wasn't. All bad? Do you want me to clean it and you off? Please, God, yes. All right, all right, hold still. Press to digitation. One more time. But Okay, uh, one more time. Press to digitation. And now you smell like lavender. Uh, okay. No, no, lavender is a good smell. No, 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 I'm saying, okay, It's anything's better than orc poop. Just, just stop saying orc poop. I can't help it. I'm all surrounded right, by is- it. Prue, has anything been going on out there? It's all quiet out here. Interesting that they didn't send anyone else to check since at least one got away. What do you think the odds are that they're waiting for us in ambush? Uh, I think there's only one left, right? There should be two of them. That weird archer and then one of the regular foot soldiers got away. Hmm. Well, there's... I don't know how many entrances did I see? Three out there? A couple of sets of doors and up into the tower. What do you guys think? Where should we start? Well, if you're ready, we could go get a look at that the inside of that keep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Alright, I'm going to make my way outside. Right, I guess I don't see any body, so I'm going to start moving towards the door. The big double doors or that little one down there? Eh... Uh, they all ran into the big double doors. Doesn't that mean we should go into the single door? Uh, no, we don't want to get caught from behind. We should go after where we saw them. We've got to, we got to ferret these rats out of their holes. Okay, I trust you. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I want to knock or just open these doors? You walk up to a large set of double doors. They appear to be closed. And they lead into the much larger keep that's built into the mountain in the northeast side. Uh, All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my back up against the wall, and I'm going to push the door open uh, from behind cover. That way, if they're back there with, like, spring-loaded crossbows, at least won't get hit by that. 
gonna so I'm gonna move over there and I'm gonna push the doors open. Okay. You push the doors. Nothing happens, they're locked. But you made a lot of noise. Good job. Well, do you wanna bust on through there or do you wanna go down to the other door? I wanna try the tower. Okay. Alright, so far so good. Oh, you go to those stairs leading into the tower? Yeah. Okay. There's a door that goes into the tower. Do you want to check it for traps real quick? You got it. So you walk up to the door. You look at it. It seems to be trap-free. Trap-free. You want to bust in? You want me to crack it? I'll, 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 try, I'll take it, the brunt of it. I'll, I'll try to open the door. All right. So what are you doing? Trying to open up that door? Yeah, I'm just going to open the door. The door is locked. I'm I, I was right there checking it out. Is it locked? No, you said is it no traps. Trap. Right. And then I'm looking for traps and then I, I look I'm sure I'm seeing the lock with my vision. Oh, it's locked. I see that it is locked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I unlock it. Oh. And that you try to unlock it? Correct. Hey, what's your thievery? It is. Why don't we try it. the key? You roll it. Oh, we do have the key, but I do want to check it for I like to I like to do this to unlock it. If it doesn't work, you use the key. Okay. Roll your thievery. 22. You fail to do even one cylinder. All right, give me the key. <laughs> okay. That was quick. If I can't pop it open, I want the key. I use the bronze key. You use the bronze key. You if try to I mean, open it. You like yeah. it fits in, and it seems to click, but the door seems to be jammed on the other side, and you can't get in from this location. Can't what or... What if we try to force it? Or Prue can't. Door seems to be jammed shut. Full jam shut. Full jam as in don't even try a strength check? No, full jam as in do whatever you want. Oh, well, I want to try and bust it open. I ain't afraid of no jam. Okay. How do you feel about athletics? I feel like it's pretty uh, athletic-y. All right, on the way. 20. You, like, smash it, and you go, ow, as your shoulder hurts. It seems like they put something very large in front of it that did not work. Hmm. Hmm. They definitely know you're here, but you can do it again. They already knew we were here. Uh, do, do I feel like there was any kind of give at all? Or do I a feel little? like a little? A little's a little. worth it. I'll try again. 25. All right, you're able to break the door down as there was, like, a piece of wood in front of it. The good news is you broke it down. The bad news is now the door goes flying open. So be it. And it smashes open into a small little guard tower. All right, I'll step in just in case there's anyone waiting with an ambush. You look in, and again, this looks like another living area. There is it's a 15 by foot area. There's a ladder that goes up to the top where the crow's nest was, where that other orc was firing down at you. There's a sleeping pallet here, bucket, some drawers and stuff. All right. Um, I'll get... go through the drawers real quick. I'm going to get all the way in to make room for everyone else. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's clear this place out before we ransack it. Whenever you're ready, I'll try the next door. Let me check it for traps and locks. Oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, yeah. Those lock thingies. 
on the ground, you don't really see anything. You see a couple of loose arrows and broken arrows here and there. But um, and then there's the ladder that goes up to the roof area, but that's all you see. And there's a door to the south. I check the door to the south. Or traps seems and to have no traps, and it seems to be unlocked but closed. This one's unlocked. Want me to open the door and you prue in there, or you wanna? You wanna? How do you wanna do this? Uh, yeah. Let's push the door open and see if. You know, any arrows come flying out, and then we'll go in. I, I I open the door from the other side, so everyone clear out of the path in case they launch arrows at us, and take cover, and I open the door, and they see the opposite side of the wall. You open the door, peek in. Again, it's pitch black in here, so I presume you're going to have to have some light source of some sort. I am, I am holding the torch. Okay. I'll have cast light on Crew's uh, mace if she wants. Oh, then I pocket, I put the torch in the backpack. There you go. The door swings open to reveal a small reception hall. A worn carpet stretches in front of you. There is um, a bit of a curved wall to the southeast, and you can tell there's more going on in this room, but you're at a bad angle because you're in the north in like the corner. There's some steps leading into this tower, so you don't have a good view of the rest of this room. You do see the double doors in front of you, locked, and yeah, that's about it. And again, there's no light. All right, let's get this party started. I'll I'll stride in. Dibs on last. As soon as you stride in, the air coalesces in front of you and turns into a creature... That looks like a bird made of air. Creepy. And decides to attack you. Roll for combat. So basically, as Prue walked in, she was walking down the stairs, striding in. And very quickly, like the air sort of swirled around and this bird appeared. Two birds, one to the north and one to the east of Prue. Out of nowhere, and it's sort of like a flying bird. It looks like a hawk out of wind. And it is just like, oh, what's that? Ah, it's attacking me and the guy gouging out my eyes. Ah. So, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah, it's not too bad. You can see, by the way, let's describe the rest of the room. To the east, there are double doors. To the southeast, there's sort of a curved wall. And in this, let's see... Let's see. To the right is a curved wall with a map of the nearby area painted on it. Spite's cradle is in the center with lines drawn to all the nearby major settlements and noting travel times by horse. Where Etrans Folly should be, there's only a single legend that reads Ruins of Plaguestone. So this bird circles around Prue and decides to attack you twice with its wings. It's you once for a whopping five points of damage. And misses you with exactly zero points of damage. It kind of does this like flyby attack. It circles around and ends up being in exactly where it's last left off. And after it does that, it decides to fly there. 
right in front of Cade. Cruise up. There's a bird in All front right. of you and a bird to the northwest of you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attempt to bring my foil down on the one that hasn't moved yet. Then you miss with a 10, barely. You wish right through the airy willows of this weird bird thing. Okay. Uh, I'll swing again at it. Four. That's actually a critical miss as you Blank. fail horribly, almost hitting yourself in the face. Okay. Can and you then, move? Uh, I could move, but would that help us? I would be flanking that other bird. Oh, I was just going to put a shield up. But, oh, uh, then defend yourself, yeah. Well, no, I think that getting the flanking bonus is probably better. I'm gonna, I am going to move, give you a flanking partner. Your sneak attack is valuable. Kate is up. He's got a big old bird in front of him. Well, it's a good thing that this is Thanksgiving week. Here in Roll for Combat, I'm going to kill me some Zephyr turkeys. Ow. You hit the Zephyr turkey, let's call it that, with your... Ooh, you do three points of extra damage. Somehow you damage the air. The bird of air is damaged by your finesse. Okay, piercing ten points and three points of Sneeko. Here we go again. Seven misses. Bah. One and more time. Again, you only get a minus eight. Well, six if you're flanking. I'm flanking with six, so... God Almost, but a... What is that? 18? Uh, 24 points. minus 6, 18, yeah. Yep, you're done. Uh, Zephyr Herok number 2 goes. Let's see. It's going to do that special attack on uh, Pro. Does this super sneaky attack where it circles around you, claws you. Ouch. This time to 12 points of damage. That one hurt. These birds are annoying. Oh, just misses you with the 20. Misses you by that much. And then decides to attack you one more time just for fun. And misses by a lot. Brixley's up. There's a conga line of people in front of you and staircase. How does, and how does electric arc work with uh, cover and other people in the way? I have to admit I don't remember that very well. Let me, let me look that up. I You just do it. It just All works. right, then I'm going to use electric arc on both of the birds. Well, you can't do it to the one you can't see. All right, fine. I'll do it to the one I can't see. Okay, yeah. That, right. The cover is fine, but not total cover. Like, that one you can't see at all. Doesn't it jump to it, though, from the original target? No, but you have to target it. You have to hit the target. Uh, okay. So, you hit, and I will do its DC to see if it has only half them. And your DC is 17, so it gets a reflex save of 22. So it only does... Hmm, I have the wrong amount listed in there. Can you roll? It's 1d4 plus 2, I think, for you. 2d4 plus 2? If it's a cantrip, oh, it's it two, might have leveled 2 2d4. So actually, I know what it was. Actually, do it again. But I only get it at half the level rounded down. So I think oh, I'm still okay. at 1d4. Yeah, that's, that's normal. No, I think... Cantrips are like that. So, like, because we're level three, it rounds up. And so it's a second level spell. So you did eight, but only half for four. So you hit it for four points of damage automatically. It does not like that. It's like, ah. it seems to be not immune to that. So you get one more action. 
I can't move through their spaces. That still hasn't changed. So I'm kind of stuck, though. All right. Mm-hmm. Got a hatchet. Right. Yeah, it'll take him uh, one round just to pick it up. I will. I, mean, I will draw a hatchet and prepare to potentially throw it next round. Which means I can't. Which means I can't control the cat this round. That's correct. Celeste's way in the back. She's like, "What's going on up there? I can't see anything." Oh, I can't. Okay, you can see, but you got a lot in front of you. Oh, okay. Well, we're picking on that one Zuckerhawk, so she is going to produce flame against it. You sounded like Param when you said that. A one. You're like, I can't see anything back here. You almost I don't like the one. Brixley in the head. He's like, hey, wait a second. I mean, that's a pretty bad shot because like, he's down near my knees. It is a one. That is true. Got one action left. Oh, um, I guess just in case something bad happens, put up. But you know what I can do? I can give someone guidance. I'm going to give Cade guidance. Cade, plus one to your next attack roll or skill check. Excellent. And now I'm done. Zephyr Hork. Zephyr Hork? <laughs> I love it. Oh, no. Hork is back. Zephyr Hawk, who thought it was a good idea to block the entranceway. Is getting gangbusters on, ganged up, and ganged decides up. ganged up on, and decides to uh, get the flock out of here. You get it, but before that, it does its special circling attack on our favorite half orc Prue. Misses. Ooh, very close to a crit, but not quite. Twenty-eight hits you for six points of damage. Prue is now half dead, and the orc gets out of there. Get that hork out of there. Get the hork out of there. I don't know, I keep saying hork. I kind of like it, though. Prue's up. The hork ran away. Kind of. Okay. Uh, I'll bring up, or with one action, I'll bring up a Rage of Ghosts, because I'm going to need the temporary hit points, it looks like. Just makes it that much easier to hit you. Yep. With my next action, I'll attack the bird that's still next to me. Seven ain't going to cut it. The bird waves and dodges out of your way. Yeah, this isn't going well. All right, I'll use my last attack on the bird again. That's again with a seven. Lucky seven, but not in this case. Uh, Yeah. These birds are made out of air, and they're really fast. Like, they're not hitting for a lot, and they don't seem super deadly, but they're super fast. (laughs) Kate is up. All right. I run down and go to this other bird that I was already in the middle of stabbing and wasn't done yet. What is the height of this chamber? If it's out of reach, let me know. And I won't do that. Well, you're kind of short, but I'll say it's barely in your reach. You're going to have to jump up to stab at it, but the ceilings are only about eight feet high, so it's not quite high enough that it's more than two squares away from it's one square away from me, so I can still hit it. Yeah, you can still hit it. Right. I'll do a, two squares. I'll do a, a roguely parkour while slicing at it. Parkour. 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 Uh, parkour. The dice have turned on us. The dice have turned on you. Attack again. Three. Um, getting up there. You are. You got a two and a three. These birds are dynamite. Prue. Attack. Ten points of damage, and it does it again with its circling attack. 
does not like that. And eh, still attacks you one more time. Two. The circling attack's really cool. It basically flies around your head, like, over and over again, and just, like, claws and, like, whips its beak at you, and then ends up back where it was. So you're all confused while it's tearing at you. It's horrific. Brixley's up. The way is clear, Brix. All right, I will come down the stairs. Since I already have the hatchet out, I will attack that bird with the hatchet. It's a good thing we rested before this. Mm-hmm. You better hit after all this. Oh, Brixley. Of course not. You're LA six. Aha! Okay, I'm gonna, too much and then for my third action, I'm going to get Ember into the fight. And command animal. Yeah. Okay, Ember's way outside, hanging out, going, what's going on out there? You guys need me? Oops, sorry, I was trying to I was trying to check Ember's movement. Uh thirty. It's done twenty, twenty-five. You're gonna have to move it out of there though. Oh wait, yeah. no, that's thirty-five, so that's, that's not more. Yeah. You can stay there. Can it attack around the corner? No. I mean it can. It just gets mad. You actually can, there's just a lot of minuses. Well I'm gonna try. I mean I might as well try. Oh yeah, you can. Chomp fifty percent of it is uh covered. Oh my god, you have to make me look this up now. Welcome to Pathfinder. Look it up. I mean, you can go through your ally spaces, I'm pretty sure. Can't end there. Oh, no, you can't end there. What's the different covers? There's standard, and then greater is plus four. Is that it? That sounds about right. I think it's plus one, two, and four. So there's like partial cover, cover, and then greater cover. It hits. I was just looking if it was plus four or plus eight, because I think plus eight is Pathfinder first, so plus four this. So even with Nobles, no ability to see this thing, I don't know how it does that. It's up on the stairs around the corner, and somehow it, like, spits some fire at it and hits it. It's a little chicken leg is sticking out or something. You got it. You did um, Zephyr six points of damage. Not so bad. Celeste is up. All right. Well, it looks like Prue's been getting her butt kicked, so I'm already going to pull out this scroll of heal, and then I'm going to spend two actions to cast it. I think I'll be okay if you want to save it. These chickens aren't going to down me. No, but we don't need to wait for like another hour to keep on going, so... It would be like another hour. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just going to do it. Second level. Do you have the action economy to throw up your angelic halo first? Uh, not only if I cast it using a spell slot, and that's why the heal is kind of nice, because like the scroll can only be a heal, and it's only a four-point difference, so... Oh, okay. So one action, take it out, and then... Mm-hmm. Two actions to cast two the spell. Two actions to cast, and you cast 24 heal? Damn. Yeah, 2d8 plus 16 oh. for a second-level yeah. spell. Big heals. 25 heal. points. See? No halo needed. It was like she wasn't even hit. I guess the hawks are just going to have to keep on keeping on. Nah, they're going to go after Cade. Cade's right in front of him. This guy decides to do I'm that right weird here. attack. And now he circles around you. Ee, 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 ee. Hit. Uh, 27. Oh. Not even close. Oh. 16 points of damage, and Kate is really close to dying. And then it attacks again. Jeez. 
and hits. For Wait, nine with what? With, with what did it roll? I might. I have the a plus twenty-eight. Two oh wait, sorry. Again? No, that's a minus eight. So it rolls and hits you with a twenty. Then I, I uh, nimble dodge. It misses twenty-one, twenty-two actually, because I have a twenty. I have a twenty base uh, armor class. Yeah, sorry, I should have said that out loud. Um, yes, it, it rolls a twenty. It hits you, but then you're like, no! He like jumps out no! of the way in a split second. Otherwise, you're about to drop. That was gonna drop you, but you nimble dodged out of the way. Prue's up. Cade looks like he's in big doo doo trouble. I got beaked in the neck. Yeah. Um. No, I've got to go. I've got to go help Cade. I was gonna stand here and just attack the crap out of this bird, but I've got to help Cade. I'm gonna move towards the Cade bird, and I'm gonna swing like Cade's life depends on it. Certainly does. Let's see if I can roll over ten. Nope. Incredible. Who could have predicted that I can't roll over ten? All right, let's try again. You roll a three. That's like a reverse ten. Roll the six. This is this is incredible. Got Eleven. This is uh, truly incredible. Got a critical miss. All right. A critical miss. Critical miss. You almost hit Cade and kill him. Cade, you're up. You're covered in blood. Of, of course. What else is new? It's better than poop. Could be poop blood. Terrible. Wow, you're attacking? Damn. Yes. Five. Misses for 15. He's trying to jump up. Parkour! Parkour! <gasps> is it only minus four? You oh, hooray. 21! You actually hit! You rolled a 15 for 21. Nine points of damage! It's still alive. Quite alive. Great. All right, back it up. He's like, there's a big rug over there. He's like, I, I, if you had enough actions, that wouldn't be such a bad idea to hide under the rug. <laughs> as long as you're within 15 feet of Brixley, he can use Retributive Strike to protect you from some damage. Well, we're going to find out because the other one is attacking. It smells blood in the air. Attacking Cade. Hits with a. Oh, God. Okay. Damn it. It's Wait, a did it roll to hit? 27. Uh, I can't turn that into a 28. 12 points of damage. Is there anything Brixley can do? I can theoretically take away 5 points by doing my... Uh, uh, whatever the name of the thing is. Is it? I'm not, I'm not sure if it's ret- Retributive, retributive strike. strike. Yeah, retributive yeah, I'm looking strike. at it. It's on page 107. It's up to you. I guess I'll try to do... I mean, does that... Does it, I mean, I'll do it. Does it save him? Or? I think I'll still drop. No, you won't drop. You won't drop. You will have... If you somehow save him again, he has two hit points left. And Brixley gets a free melee strike against that hawk. Does he? Yep. If the foe is within reach, make a melee strike against it. How do I heal back the damage, though? I just did. No, but how does that... What, what does that? What do you mean? What he just time? prevented a five. He prevented point, So you it. only took seven instead of the retributive 12. strike protects me and does damage. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it, yeah. it only does the damage if I'm also in melee range of the guy. So, so somehow I, I'm just having a trouble myself. That's not a crit. Visiting this, twenty-seven, a nineteen. Yeah. No. no. Oh, it's a twenty-one AC. You guys are oh. going to, have to do a little better than that, buddy. So, okay. You've you've been hit and knocked down twice, but you're still up. First time you you healed yourself, or sorry, the first time you managed to dodge out of the way, didn't die. Second time you sort of died, but Brixley saved her ass and <laughs> yeah. hit the bird. 
Third time's a charm, as it's still doing its second flyby attack and tries to hit you and rolls a two. Whiff. But it gets one last attack. And with its last attack... Maybe you can dodge it. A 20. What? 20. What? Rolled a natural 20? No, no, no. Not a natural 20. Then I also nimble dodge that. So you get no damage? It came, my armor got to become the 22. Again, it would have done 10 points of damage, but instead, you're healed and you're back up to two hit points. That is amazing. K Thistlerod takes a licking, keeps on ticking. <laughs> That's right. Well, you're pulling out every trick in the book to keep this guy alive. Brixley's up. Actually, this will be every trick in the book. In first step, I move to get neck between him and Cade, and then I use my lay on hands on Cade. That is every trick. So it automatically heals him 18? Yep. Woo! Are these birds supposed to be this dynamite? What the hell is happening? They're almost as dynamite! (laughs) They're almost as bad as the plants. And then I can either take my attack or or I can command Ember. Uh, Ember being in the rooms, another body to eat some hits for us. Yeah, I think I will command my pet and let Ember take a shot. It also gives uh, Celeste somewhere to stand, too. Thanks. Yeah, Celeste can't wait to get into that room. Oh, yeah, that was the one thing I really wanted out of life. It's like, ah, Prue almost died. Cade almost dropped three times in a row. Let me in there. Ember's up. Ember strolls down the stairs. Next to the bird of prey. Chomp. Damn. Full damage. No, full damage. Max. Nine points of damage. Rolls of 15. Well, I don't know about you PCs, but the the pet's doing mighty fine. Celeste is up. Uh, Since Brixley seems to have gotten Cade to stop bleeding all over himself, uh, thank you. Celeste is going to go ahead and move into the space that the cat vacated and throw another little ball of fire. Three. Aww. And that's it. I'm done. All over the place. Zephyr Hawk in the corner. Smells blood. Decides to attack Cade again. They saw him almost go down. Now you've used your action, your reaction. So that's gone. For this, for yeah, that's it for this for this round. Yeah, Brixley's reaction is back though, because he took a turn. Rolls at eleven twenty-two, hits you for six points damage. Does the flyby attack again, misses on the second one. That's a rare occurrence, and decides to do it. Um, does it again? Uh oh. God damn it! 14 points of damage, which will bring you exactly to zero. Uh, I will use my reaction again on that. (laughs) What is that? Heals him five? Uh, Yes. That was the one. Was that the one next to Prue or the one in front of me, though? That's the one next to Prue. So I can't can't do the return strike. Yeah. That is not to that one. That is correct. Oh, wait a second. It can't do that because. Sorry, it can't actually do that because it um it's nowhere near you. Sounds like you need to quit cheating. No, no, it has. Well, because this other attack, 
It allows it to move half its speed, attack you twice, and then go back to its spot. So it's basically it's moving, attacks, and it's sort of like it's sort of like a weird ranged attack. Um, but the second one, so for the third attack, instead we'll attack whoever's next to it. Oh, hey, Prue. Oh, so the third the third attack can't be at range. The third attack can't be at range. The first attack can be at range, and the second, the first and second attack are a special a circling attack. It's two action attack. That allows it to attack with no minuses, actually. That's why it's like dynamite on you guys, because it's basically doing two attacks at no minuses at range. So it's, it's really good. Um, Cade, once again, through GM error this time, manages to, to <laughs> survive death one more time. That's four times in a row. Five if you include GM error. Cade is up. Oh, my God. Your flank with the cat. That's my I'm going to do. Sorry about that. It's like a weird sword. Flank does nothing with a six. <sighs> these birds are dynamite. I hate these birds. They're worse than the plants. These dice what? are ice cold is what's happening. 13. Yes. Oh, wait. Is it flat-footed? Yes. So is that really a 21? Because it's minus four, right? Minus four, but plus two, so... Okay, it does hit. Roll that one again. I'll give you the hit. I made a mistake. Sorry. You hit barely nine points of damage because you're flanked, and you do five points of sneak attack. Five sneaks. Oh, you killed the bird! Finally. Oh, thank goodness. Jeez. What did a bird ever do to you? How many hit points do these guys have? It did a lot to me. That bird. It dissipates in a poof of smoke. It's not even. It's not even like satisfying when it dies. All right, you got another action left. No, no, you don't. You moved. No, you moved, I moved and, and I stabbed twice. Attacks. Yeah, you're done. The remaining Zephyr Hawk sees its beloved friend go down, decides to move over and attack Cade once again. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, come on. Dodge that. If you could stop cheating, that'd be great. Wait, I'm not cheating. I get very angry when people say that. Can I use my retributive strike since I since that last one got? Can recalled? I have used my nimble dodge to not make it a crit? No. Like how critty is this number? It rolled. It's impossible. Twenty. It's it's a twenty. <laughs> it rolled it a natural it, twenty. Oh, yeah, sorry. Natural okay. 20. I think I like, okay. It does fifteen points of damage that might not kill him. Let me just see. If you use it, he will not die. Then that's what I'm going to do. Okay, that's the first attack. <laughs> Second attack, as it's doing its circling thing on you. Misses with a two. Okay. Cade, you and I have to talk, buddy. This is this is getting What's a up? little ridiculous. Isn't uh, it, though? Um, it really is. I'm actually getting a little upset that you won't die. I have friends. My friends, help me. All right. I'm going to roll the dice to attack. And I'm going to hope I can hit this time. Come on over a ten. If I can get, you know, some statistical averages in my favor, we'll be just fine. Yeah, if statistics are a thing, may they bless you. Oh, thank thank the the statistics. Thank them. 11. The the barest of hits. (laughs) And it dissipates and dies. (laughs) Brixley. (laughs) Brixley. (laughs) The birds. The birds, they were biting me. Oh my gosh. That was not a lot of fun. 
That was really funny. That was really fun. Can we do that again? I enjoyed that. I don't have to wait 10 minutes to do a lay on hands at this point. I can do a medicine check. Yeah, definitely, please. Hit me with the battle medicine, please. Yeah, I'll get you with the regular medicine, because I think I've already hit you with battle medicine. Are you sure you don't want me to just heal him and we'll move on? I could do that, too. We don't know what's next. <laughs> okay, true. Oh, and that one. I failed to treat you. Uh, How much damage did you do? Roll it. Wait, what? Natural one hurts me? Yeah, you know what? How, how about a hero point? Hero point. You're, you're going to use up your one and only today for now? Okay. Oh, I thought we had two. It's better than killing Cade. I said no. You start off with one. Well, let's see how much it does. How much? Let's see. Let me see how much damage. It would be 1d8. Could that kill Cade? Yeah. Let's see. Roll it. Come on. It's Prob- the perfect probably. way to. It's probably the perfect way to end this session. Everything these monsters did to try to kill him did not work. Instead, Prue does it. You could immediately stabilize him and bring him back. It's just yeah, fun. that's true. I, it's, I can. It's just fun. Roll the damage. All right, let's roll it. He has one hit point left. Whoa. Three points of damage. Prue. He has Prue. one hit point left. Please don't rub your war flail on my wounds. You gotta hold still next time. I don't think his I don't think his arm is supposed to go like that. She's like bending over. She's like, okay, stay right like that. I'm gonna help, and then like her war flail slips out of its case. Slams <laughs> on his chest. He's like, Oh it's like that didn't help. Are you sure you know how to do this? Help. Yes. I don't know how to roleplay the dice being this cold. One point of damage. You are indestructible, Kane. Nothing can kill you. <laughs> this is amazing. It's like nothing. You are. You cannot be killed. Okay, you got one hit point left. Real Why don't you hurt. Just go into the next. Just go into the next room like this. You'll be totally nope. fine. No, totally fine. Totally fine. I promise. Please help. Well, let's go back to the hut and do some lay on hand spam. I mean, I don't really know that we have any other options right now. Well, the other option is I just burn one of my two spells that are left, or even like a first level spell. Would be a d8 plus 12 is probably pretty good. If you use those now, then we can't use them in battle, though. I mean, that's how that works. How hurt are you, Cade? Uh, I'm barely hanging on. Out of 36 hit points, he has one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um... Yeah, I would probably just do a second level heal with Halo and everything, and then we get our abilities back, try one more time to top them off and go, or even a first level is pretty good, because second level spells are pretty potent. So if we were to do that, then I'd say that's probably not bad. Or we could just take the ten minutes to get him him another, but then I wouldn't have a lay on hands if we went forward, so... We can take the twenty minutes. We're getting our asses kicked. We gotta take our time. All right, do we want to barricade ourselves in the tower then? Yes. Yeah, yeah we why don't we do make that. the guard the little guard tower our defensive position? Okay. We could also go on top of the guard tower. Theoretically, the only way to get there is with the ladder. Well, then we'd be exposed to an archer from another position. Hmm. There's like arrow slits and stuff, so it's the only, be very The only other thing is, could somebody like lock us up there and then we're stuck up at the top of the tower? Yeah. Well, if we pull the ladder up, can we pull the ladder up? Is it or is it bolted to the no, wall or something? It's bolted. You can't. Okay, so we have to remove it from the wall. All right, uh, I'm gonna move into the 
tower. While they're meditating and healing and binding wounds, uh, Celeste will take her time looking around the guard tower to see if she finds anything interesting. Okay. You quickly left what appears to be the reception hall, and you're back. You you have a door, well, to the south that you opened, then the door to the north, which is kind of smashed open now. What are you going to do? And the ladder goes up. At the, there's a hatch up there, but it's closed. Oh, um, we have an exploit up there. Uh, seems like we might as well do that. I'll go up and take a look. Okay. Oh, I thought you were binding, binding Cade's wounds. Oh, that's over. I'm. I. I. I don't think she can do it again. Let it be known, I'm actually an expert at medicine, but nat ones are nat ones. Yeah, I know. Um. Well, you can only do the battle medicine in combat once per day, but I think you can uh, do I the find wounds every ten minutes, right? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's hour temporarily immune to treat yeah, wounds for an hour. Yeah, Ew. wounds. It's once per hour. Um. So she's done with that on him and. Prue, you have a little bit of damage on you, by the way. You're not fully healed. Yeah. Oh, wait, after, actually, if we, well, if we take off Rage. After we're secured, I'll, I'll treat wounds on myself, but first we got to get secured. Yeah, Cade is near death, and Prue, you got a little bit of damage on you. So you either just keep waiting to spam that heal wounds over and over again. You have a couple of potions. Don't forget, you guys do have potions on you. I mean, not a ton, but you do have healing. Give me one. Is it a D8? You have one on you. Cade, you got one. Let me check it. You have a minor healing potion on you. It's on your character sheets. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, 1d8, yep. You're going you're gonna to drink it? I guess that's I drink good. it for... That's a yes. And now I take it off your sheet. I could have had a v8. Instead, I had a healing potion, and it healed me for six. Now I'm not nearly as dead, but I still got a long way to go. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various role-playing games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other social media platforms. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that Mountain Dew is not one of the four food groups. <laughs>